hey, I have an idea for 2017. How about we put out a podcast for sports fans to enjoy? Done. This is Adashina Koiki, and once again, you're listening to the A Lot of Sports Talk podcast. This is episode number 33 in your ear right now. And if you've been following us the past couple of months on a lot of sportstalk.com or our Facebook page, A Lot of Sports Talk, and I know you've been following, you will know that we have been covering games back to back to back to back in college and the professional levels. We currently now cover uh, Washington Capitals games in the National Hockey League and Washington Wizards games uh, in the NBA and those have been fun times especially since the Capitals are the best team in the National Hockey League and I don't think there's too much of a debate about that and we were able also to catch the back end of the Washington Wizards 17 game home winning streak. So we were at the Verizon Center for games against the Portland Trailblazers, the Boston Celtics, uh, the New Orleans Pelicans, and uh, the Wizards are playing almost as well as any team in the NBA outside of the Golden State Warriors and outside of the Miami Heat as well. Uh, but we've been covering games in Washington, D.C. We've covered top 25 matchups in college basketball with Purdue and Maryland last week. But one thing we were not able to do over the past two months was put out a podcast. And that stuck in our craw, but we remedied that today. So episode number 33 of the A Lot of Sports Talk podcast coming to you right now. And since it's winter, I think it's fitting that our podcast concentrates on hockey and a couple of guests on our show have won gold medals and are doing some great things. One to the neighbors to our north and the other uh, here in the United States. The neighbor to our north is Rebecca Johnston, forward for the Calgary Inferno and also a 2017 CWHL All-Star, the Canadian Women's Hockey League, getting ready for one of its showcase events, the All-Star Game, taking place at the Air Canada Centre, home of the Toronto Maple Leafs, on Saturday, February 11th. And we got to catch up with one of the All-Stars, that will feature on Saturday Rebecca Johnston, who is a two-time Olympic gold medalist 2010 in Vancouver and 2014 in Sochi, Russia. And we got a chance to speak with her about playing in the Olympics and also about being a champion last year domestically in the CWHL, the Calgary Inferno winning uh, the Clarkson Cup last year. So our feature interview is with Rebecca Johnston of the Calgary Inferno of the Canadian Women's Hockey League. Our other interview on this show is with the captain of the University of Wisconsin Badgers hockey team. And he also was the captain of Team USA during their run to gold at the World Junior Championships last month. Luke Cunning, forward for Team USA and also for the Wisconsin Badgers hockey team. The Wisconsin Badgers hockey team just a couple of weeks ago was in New York City as part of Big Ten Super Saturday, a basketball game and a hockey game taking place at the world's most famous arena. Wisconsin winning both games, the basketball game against Rutgers, and then the hockey game against a top 10 team in the country at the time, the Ohio State Buckeyes. We got a chance to speak with the captain of the Wisconsin Badgers and talk about his experience 
in Canada during Team USA's run to gold. One of the most thrilling tournaments I think anyone will see and witness in 2017. Team USA winning in the semifinals against Russia in a shootout and then winning gold in Canada against Team Canada in a shootout as well. And it was an enjoyable time, an exciting time, and we got to talk with Luke Cunning about that time. He was the captain on that team, and we got a chance to catch up with him on this show. So our two interviews, Rebecca Johnston and Luke Cunning. So two stars on the ice. So sit back, relax, enjoy the two interviews, which will come to you in the next few seconds. I know you will enjoy the interviews. And as always, we will see you at the very end of the show. One of the biggest showcase games in professional hockey is about to take place on Saturday, February 11th. The Canadian Women's Hockey League All-Star Game will be played at the Air Canada Centre the home of the Toronto Maple Leafs in Toronto, Canada. The CWHL in its 10th season in existence. The reigning champions of the CWHL are the Calgary Inferno, and they are looking to repeat as Clarkson Cup winners in 2017. And joining us right now on the Alana Sports Talk podcast is a member of the Calgary Inferno and also a 2017 CWHL All-Star and also a two-time Olympic gold medalist for Team Canada forward Rebecca Johnston joining us on the a lot of sports talk podcast first of all Rebecca I know uh, you're pressed for time you're getting ready to go to Toronto soon and getting ready for practice but uh, mm-hmm. thank you so very much for taking the time out how are you today I'm doing well um been a little busy it's been a pretty busy day but I'm doing well and I'm just excited to get to Toronto tomorrow yeah. uh was part of your day uh, uh, hanging up your hockey state skates for a few minutes and being a meteorologist um, on a morning show in Calgary? Well, yeah. Um, I was on the morning show, breakfast television, and we thought it was pretty pretty neat the, the weather guy was on before before we went on, so <laughs> decided to, to try it out. I think that will be my occupation in the near future. Oh, really? Is that the case? Yeah. Okay, did you study something akin to <laughs> oceanic sciences while you were at uh, Cornell? I actually did not, but maybe I'll go back. <laughs> uh, you, you're a CWHL All-Star. You're a champion, as I said, uh, last season. Uh, how exciting is it to get ready to be a part of this All-Star game, play um, at the Air Canada Center? How excited or how much excitement do you have right now as you're getting ready to go to the eastern part of Canada and take part uh, in some amazing festivities? I'm I'm pretty excited. I um I've been to it before and it's it's a lot of fun. It's it's great to to be able to see all the other um hockey players from different teams and I know a lot of them so it's, it would be nice to just to catch up and see them and then be able to play some great hockey with some with uh you know the best hockey players in this league and um it should be a great game and I hope everyone checks it out on Sportsnet on Saturday. Uh, you will be part of the fantasy draft uh, tomorrow uh, as the teams will uh, eventually sort itself out uh, tomorrow uh, evening uh, in Toronto. Uh, you will also get a chance, I believe, to have uh, some fans there as well uh, as part of those festivities. Uh, when you talk mm-hmm. with uh, fans and those who 
uh, follow the Canadian Women's Hockey League, or even those who are looking to get involved in watching and getting involved in the uh, Canadian Women's Hockey League and women's hockey, professional hockey in general, what's the message you try to uh, uh, send to those fans who are part of the league in terms of being a fan or new fans who are looking to join in on, on, on being a part of uh, such a great organization? I mean, the CWHL is a great league. Um, it's a place where women, uh, professional women can play and, and at a high level. And, um, you know, there's, there's no better place for us to play. And it's, it's a lot of fun and it's great competition. You have uh, five great teams and um, the competition is really close. So it makes for a really exciting games. And I just stress that uh, people that are just finding out about the league, that they share it with, with their friends and come out come out to a game because it is really great hockey and a lot of people aren't aware of you know what type of women's hockey there are out there or where we play um you know outside of college and so it's it's a great league and um it's it's exciting uh it's, it's an exciting future for for us um and i'm glad that we're getting a little bit more media time and television time because Hopefully, you know, it continues to grow that way and uh, more and more people find out about it. Once again, Rebecca Johnston, forward for the Calgary Inferno and 2017 CWHL All-Star joining us right before the CWHL All-Star game. You mentioned the competitive nature uh, of this five-team league. Last year, uh, your team, the Inferno, were able to win uh, the Clarkson Cup and defeated the team that was the best team in the league uh, last season, uh, Montreal, uh, in the uh, championship game. How gratifying was that, especially given the fact that you had missed uh, most of the season and due to injury, how gratifying was it? Not just because you won the, won the championship, but where you had come from to get to that point last season. Yeah, I mean, it was it was definitely very exciting um, for our team, um, the organization in general, but um, also it was very exciting for me. I uh, had a rough year for sure, and it took a lot of time and effort for me to get back, and it was a frustrating year. I wasn't able to play games for a majority of the year, so... You know, that's obviously the most exciting part about um, playing hockey. So it, it was a tough year, but I was able to, to fight back and had and ended the season really well. And winning winning that Clarkson Cup just was the cherry on top. Uh, yeah, we mentioned uh, the injuries that you had. You, were, uh, you had a hip and had a back uh, uh, issues and injury that you were suffering from. Was that the most, <laughs> um, I, I guess, I don't know how many, how many other injuries you've had in the past, but was that the most trying time in terms of you being an athlete and coming back from an injury? Was that the most frustrating uh, time you've had as an athlete? Oh, for sure. I, I actually... I was telling someone this the other day, I didn't, um, I hadn't missed basically any hockey games due to injury um, in the past. I, I usually have been fairly healthy throughout my career. And to go from, you know, not missing um, consecutive games in a row to all of a sudden just, just missing three quarters of the season, it was, I didn't know how to, to cope with that. So it was really tough for me. Um, to just not be playing. I wasn't used to used to that and I just had to adapt and make sure that I just focused on what I needed to do to get back uh, quicker and I think that's what motivated me. You come from a hockey family. I think all of your siblings uh, at, a, uh, at some point uh, during uh, their times growing up uh, in Ontario played hockey. Your 
brother is with the uh, Montreal Canadiens, and uh, I mentioned you beating uh, Le Canadien uh, to win the uh, Clarkson Cup. How special is it for you to, when you go to Montreal and play games in Montreal, how special is it for you to play in Montreal knowing that the city has the professional team that has your brother? <laughs> how special is it playing in Montreal? Um, it was exciting. I mean, uh, when I went there uh, a couple weeks ago, we played against Montreal, and my brother was, was there playing the same day. Um, so, unfortunately, we couldn't watch each other. But it was just it was neat to know that it's just exciting that my brother is, you know, with the organization. And, um, yeah, for me to go to Montreal, it was special because he's obviously doing so well, and that's his team, and to be able to play against um, Montreal there at the same time alongside him was was pretty special yeah. uh, and if I have this correctly you you uh, your family your brothers and sisters you grew up uh, playing hockey during the winter but didn't necessarily play that much hockey uh, during the summer months and I know some uh, people will point to having young athletes play as many sports as possible instead of really focusing mm-hmm. on just one sport? Was that something uh, that was a focus in your family, making sure that you were able to uh, partake in as many sports as possible when growing up instead of just one? Yeah, I'm, I'm a huge believer um, in multi-sports uh, for, for athletes. I think it really helps um, an individual just with their overall athleticism and and also just to get different experiences. You meet new people, you, um, you know, you get, you get a different sport where, you know, if you play a sport all year round, like you're eventually, I think, going to get sick of it. And I think for me, I was always really excited to, for the start of hockey season because I hadn't played in, you know, five months. Um, whereas I feel like if, if I just played all year, I, I would, I would just be more worn down. I wouldn't be as excited and, and geared up and ready to go at the start of the season. And, but I just, I, I had a great time growing up and playing, uh, a lot of different sports. And I think it really helped overall with, with someone's athleticism and, um, being able to experience those different movements and, and skills. Once again, talking with Rebecca Johnston of the Calgary Inferno, getting ready for the CWHL All-Star Game. As I mentioned last season, you won, uh, and Calgary won uh, the Clarkson Cup, and one of your teammates uh, last year uh, for the past few years, whether it be internationally or domestically, is one of the greats, if not the greatest, uh, to ever lace uh, a pair of skates in women's hockey, Haley Wickenheiser. Uh, and she mm-hmm. just recently uh, announced her retirement last month. Uh, did you have to almost... You, pinch yourself sometimes realizing that internationally and domestically you were playing with someone who is so good on the mm-hmm. ice and also uh, recognized for her humanitarian work uh, off the ice. What was it like playing uh, with Haley and getting to know Haley Wickenheiser? Oh, it's been great. I, she's obviously been in the program of the national team program since I started. I remember I was 17 years old. The first time I made the world team, um, I was an alternate my first year and I was so intimidated going into a room and, and with all of these players that you, you looked up to and you, you've watched on TV at the Olympics and um, Haley Wickenheiser was obviously one of those players. And it was, it was so cool to be able to, to be on the same team as her and say that like, you know, I watched her growing up and now I'm a part of the same team and she's a, you know, a great athlete, a great human being. And, 
has is a very kind, kind person, and um, I'm just so fortunate to be able to play with her and get to know her as a person. Uh, you mentioned your time your time at the very beginning with the uh, national team and how intimidating it was to be with such great talent and talent that you had seen uh, while growing up. Do you remember a moment or the moment where you realized that the intimidation uh, factor was gone and you belonged on this team? Was there maybe a moment where you thought, okay, this intimidation stuff is gone, like I belong on Team Canada? (laughs) It might have taken me a couple years, um, <laughs> but I, you know, I started at a young age, and uh, I felt a lot of the girls were were older than me. So I almost feel at first I was very fortunate and excited to be there, but in a way I was, you know, I didn't have the confidence and that I should be there. And I think the first time I thought that I belong was actually the 2010 Olympic year. Um, that whole centralization year, I. Started, I feel like I was, it started. I was on the bubble, um, and then as my, the year went on, I started to play really well, and I just gained more confidence um, throughout throughout the year before the Olympics. And I think by the time the team was made, I I was confident that I was going to make the team, and I was confident that I you know, I belong there, and I there's a role for me on this team, and um, I'm, and I'm going to be a part of that that Olympic experience with that team and hopefully get a gold medal in the 2010 Olympics. So I think that year was the, you know, the jump to, to me, you know, being confident and, and ready to take on my role and be a part of that Olympic team. And then be able to win that gold medal in Canada, yeah. uh, in Vancouver as well. You go, you have that seminal moment where uh, your belief is, as high as it has been or had been with Team Canada, and then it just so happens the Olympics are here. It's in Western Canada. It's in Canada. No pressure, right? <laughs> right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it was definitely it was definitely feeling the pressure a bit. I feel like, if, you know, if I was going to make the Olympic team, that was that was my year um, because, of that, because of the fact that it was in Canada and there was so much support and it would be – so such it was such a great experience to be able to play in your home country at the Olympics, and so for sure, I mean, to to play in Canada in front of twenty thousand people um, every game, it was it was absolutely amazing. It was um, a dream come true, but it was definitely quite an experience. Uh, we'll, we'll get you out on this once again, Rebecca Johnston of the Calgary Inferno CWHL All-Star, uh, CWHL leading scorer a couple of seasons ago who will be a part of the CWHL All-Star game uh, in a couple of days on February 11th. Uh, the league and its players uh, are not salaried, but they do earn uh, uh, monetary awards for winning the regular season um, and also uh, the Clarkson Cup and playoff rounds and playoff titles as well. And I talked with Brenda Andrus a couple of seasons ago uh, about uh, some of the people involved in the CWHL's existence uh, a few years ago or 10 years ago and being those pioneers uh, for uh, uh, young women coming up wanting to play hockey. Do you see yourself uh, as somewhat of a pioneer or a pioneer and really uh, getting ready for the next generation of women to step in who may or hopefully will not have to worry about whether uh, women's hockey players will be paid and salary. Do you see yourself as maybe uh, uh, a pioneer uh, at the moment, as well as just a hockey player? Um, yeah, I mean, I 
I definitely think that it takes um, time for uh, for a league to to grow and um, for a sport to to become popular and to eventually be a professional and, and being paid. Um, and yeah, it definitely does take time. And I think we have to we have to put in the time and effort um, for the for future of women hockey players that are coming up and want to you know want to play and uh, for a living. And I think. Um, it's exciting. I know that it's moving quickly and, and we're going in the right direction. And um, I guess I would consider myself a part of that, that pioneer group. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, uh, where are your gold medals, by the way? I'm just also wondering, uh, where, where are those 2010 and 2014 gold medals right now? They are in a special place in no. my house. <laughs> no, I didn't mean that. You know, I want to, you know, intimately know exactly where in the house where it is. No, just, just kind of wondered where, what athletes yeah, do with their gold medals. it's in my house. Know? It's not framed. It's not framed or anything. Um, just because I, I need to take it to events and, and lots of people want to see them. So, uh, I just keep it in, in, in my house where I can, um, you know, bring it, bring it to events and, and show people. Ah, so it can be just. want to see them. Uh, so it's just like kind of readily available in a way where you don't have to, yeah. you know, break down. Yeah. You have to like break the window of your frame just to take out the metal and then show it and then do it all over again. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> no, so exactly. easily accessible. Yes. Uh, it has yeah. been it has been a pleasure to uh, talk with you, Rebecca. Rebecca Johnston of the Calgary Inferno of Team Canada, CWHL All-Star, CWHL Champion, Olympic Champion. Man, is there anything you haven't done outside of doing the weather? Uh, is there anything else you haven't done? <laughs> <laughs> right. um, or want to do? No, All right. a lot of things I have done. <laughs> yes, uh, and you continue to do uh, great things. Best of luck and success uh, to you on the ice on Saturday for the rest of this okay. season with the uh, Calgary Inferno and going forward in your domestic and international uh, career. Rebecca, thank you so very much for the time. It's been an enlightening uh, interview. And, uh, yeah, uh, go uh, break a leg, as they say, uh, on Saturday. <laughs> The University of Wisconsin Badgers hockey team starting to play very, very well in this college hockey season. Three-game winning streak beating ranked teams in each of the last three games a couple of weeks ago at home, defeating the Minnesota Golden Gophers. And then last week, a two-game sweep of the Ohio State Buckeyes, the second game coming at the world's most famous arena, Madison Square Garden, as part of Big Ten Super Saturday, the Wisconsin Badgers basketball team and hockey teams winning in the Big Apple. And joining us right now on the A Lot of Sports Talk podcast is the captain of the Wisconsin Badgers hockey team and also the captain on Team USA's run to the gold medal in the World Junior Championships earlier this month, or excuse me, last month in January, Luke Cunning. And first of all, Luke, thank you so very much for uh, joining us. How are you doing today? Yeah, thanks for having me. I'm good. All right, good, good. Um, last week, you had the game at Madison Square Garden. You score a goal early. You're up two to nothing, or the team scores a goal early. You're up two to nothing, and then Wisconsin, uh, Ohio State scores twice in the final uh, couple of minutes. What was that experience like playing at the Garden, and how gratifying was it to come away with a victory in overtime? Yeah, obviously playing at that uh, historical rink. It's 
special and you know very fortunate uh, you know for our team to be able to play there so uh, just that in itself was a was a great experience, and then obviously to get the win, uh, you know, sweep on the weekend was was excellent. So it was just an all around great trip. Yeah. Uh, uh, your head coach Tony Granado, former Ranger Ryan McDonough, Derek Stepan, former Wisconsin Badgers, playing uh, for the New York Rangers at Madison Square Garden. Did uh, Coach Granado maybe play up a little bit about kind of the Ranger ties uh, to the University of Wisconsin and the meaning of playing at Madison Square Garden? Uh, you know, he really didn't need to. We all knew, you know, the history and, and how special it was uh, to play in that rink. So he really didn't need to say much. You know, I think just walking in that building, a lot of us got, uh, you know, got the chills. And it was just, like I said, you know, great experience and great fortune to you know, be able to play there. Yeah. I guess what was the best part of being in New York City or in Madison Square Garden outside of actually lacing up your skates and playing? I think just walking around, uh, you know, New York City, Times Square, seeing all the you know, all the people on the streets and you know, all the stores and whatnot. It's, uh, it's pretty cool. And, uh, you know, it's only my uh, second time being there. So I got to, uh, you know, walk around with some of the guys and do some fun things. So it was uh, definitely fun to be there. Uh, Luke Cunning for the Wisconsin Badgers, captain of the Wisconsin Badgers hockey team joining us. You said it was the second time that you were in New York City. Do you remember the first time? Uh, I was pretty young. Uh, I just went on a little vacation there with my grandma. But, uh, you know, definitely uh, a little different this time being older and, you know, really, you know, kind of embracing it and taking it all in. Yeah. Uh, Luke, you were the uh, 15th overall pick in the first round of last year's draft by the uh, Minnesota Wild. What was that moment like for you to be uh, thinking about the times you were in Missouri growing up and now uh, an NHL draftee in the first round? What was that moment like for you when the Minnesota Sort of wild uh, called your name. It's special. Uh, I want to share that uh, moment with my friends and family. You know, my family's given up, uh, you know, and sacrificed a lot for, for me to do what I love. So just to share that experience with them was great. You know, obviously to get picked by Minnesota, you know, such a, such a great organization. You know, really excited for, you know, what the future holds there. And, um, you know, just a lot of St. Louis kids also drafted uh, in the first round. So just being able to share with all those guys and, you know, be there together was just a very special event. Once again, Luke Cunning joining us, the captain for the Wisconsin Badgers hockey team, and as I mentioned, also the captain of Team USA during the run to the gold medal in Canada in the World Junior Championships in January, late December going into January. When was the last time you thought about that whole tournament? Yesterday, earlier today? Um, yeah, I don't know. It's still, uh, it's still in the back of your head a little bit, obviously. Something I've dreamed about, uh, you know, ever since I can remember, uh, you know, first time I watched the World Juniors, you know, to be selected on that team and obviously to play in Canada, you know, against Canada in the finals and, and win the way we did. It's, uh, you know, it was a dream come true and just, you know, a very special uh, event in my life that, uh, you know, I'll So just, you know, a great experience and, you know, I've been very fortunate, uh, you know, this year so far. Uh, you know, all that I've been able to accomplish and, you know, do. Yeah. Uh, you mentioned that uh, gold medal uh, win against Canada and Montreal in the shootout. The game before, you had uh, the shootout win against Russia. Uh, what were the emotions like for that Russia game? And did a part of you think that, oh, the gold medal game can't be as enthralling as the game we just played against Russia, right? Yeah, I don't, uh, I didn't think I was ever going to have a game as crazy as the Russia one. Uh, you know, they go back to back nights like that. Uh, I just did all the better. So, uh, just, uh, like I said, just a pretty crazy uh, whirlwind to, 
you know, of that event, and, you know, just, just, just crazy. It was, it was an awesome time. You were the captain on Team USA during that amazing run uh, towards the gold medal. Uh, was there anything that you learned as a player after that run to the gold medal that maybe you didn't know about yourself uh, just a month ago or anything you can really carry from that tournament uh, to your uh, the rest of your season at Wisconsin and going forward as a collegiate and then professional hockey player? Yeah, I think, uh, you know, playing in those last two games, obviously pretty uh, pretty close tight games there. And, you know, Canada game, obviously down two goals twice. I think, uh, you know, just little things like sticking with it, sticking to the game plan and, you know, just if your team has a lot of heart and character and, you know, that drive that, uh, you know, good things are going to happen. So, you know, that's, that's how we were, you know, with those, with those great group, uh, great group of guys that we had. And obviously it worked in our favor and we were successful. So I think, uh, I think that is, is something I'll definitely take with me. Um, after you get the gold medal draped around your neck, you're in the locker room. Everybody's excited, I'm sure. Um, there are a few people you want to talk to right afterwards. I, I'm sure family, but anybody else that uh, you wanted and needed to talk to immediately after winning that uh, gold medal match? Yeah, you know, there's a lot of texts on my phone. Um, obviously, family, family was there, so that was pretty, uh, pretty special to have them there. Obviously, you got you know people that uh, you know helped me get to where I, you know I am today. Uh, those were big people that uh, you know I had to thank. Uh, you know, when they texted me, obviously I wouldn't do where I am without uh, you know some of those guys. Obviously, Keith Kachuk, you know Jordan James, Jamie Rivers, you know people who you know did a lot for me, and you know wouldn't be uh, where I am without them. So I think uh, those are were definitely some special, you know, special texts uh, after the game. Once again, Luke Cunning, team captain for Team USA during the run to the gold medal at the World Junior Championships, as well as the captain for the Wisconsin Badgers hockey team. Uh, you have played games in which uh, the national anthem has played before games and after games as well. Um, it's, it's almost routine. Uh, but what was it like to hear the national anthem after you had won the gold medal? What were the emotions uh, as you were hearing the national anthem with the gold medal around your neck? Yeah, it's it's pretty special. I'm I mean, I'm getting chills just thinking about uh thinking back to it, you know, you're standing there, you know, on the blue line, you know, arm in arm with uh you know, with the guys you went to battle with and you know, seeing that uh USA flag, you know, being being risen or you know, rising into the uh into the rafters like that, you know, in Canada obviously over there is, uh, and things like that. It's it's pretty uh pretty special and uh, you know, definitely uh one of the highlights of uh, my career so far. Uh, please tell me that you have a souvenir or souvenirs that you brought over or kept uh, from that tournament that maybe you have in your dorm room or off-campus apartment right now. Yeah, and, uh, you know, we got the jersey that, uh, that we want, you know, the, the gold medal. And so that's hanging up in my room. That's pretty special. And obviously, you know, the gold medal. Um, I got that at my place uh, right now, too. So, uh, you know, just laying, when I'm laying down looking up at that, it's, uh, you know, definitely, you know, puts a smile on your face and, uh, you know, just very happy with uh, what, you know, we accomplished. <laughs> you know, some have lava lamps in their room. Some have posters of, like, their favorite athlete or favorite actor or actress. You have a gold medal hung up in your room. Like, like what is that? That must blow your mind. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's pretty crazy. Um you know, it's uh, you know, I, I think you know, down the road as I get older, it'll sink in a lot more than it uh, than it is now. But uh, you know, just uh, very, very cool. 
Uh, and congratulations to you and the rest of Team USA as well. We wish you uh, continued success in your collegiate and professional career. Luke Cunning, the captain of Team USA's World Junior Championship team and also the captain of the University of Wisconsin Badgers hockey team right now. Luke, thank you so very much for the time. Best of luck and success to you for the rest of this season and in your rest of your collegiate and professional career. All right, thank you. Thanks for having me. All right, thank you. Can you imagine walking around campus knowing that you have a gold medal in your dorm room? Uh, we thank Luke Cunnan as well as Rebecca Johnston for joining us and making episode number 33 of the Alada Sports Talk podcast a very special podcast. And that is it for now for episode number 33. So stay tuned next week. And we promise it'll be next week for episode number 34 of the A Lot of Sports Talk podcast. It won't be two months. And uh, also stay tuned to a lot of sportstalk.com for continuing coverage of the National Hockey League, the NBA, as well as college basketball, as well our college basketball feature coach speak, our interviews with some of the movers and shakers on the sidelines in college basketball continues. We'll have an interview up with Kate. King Rice, the head coach of the Monmouth University Hawks and former standout at the University of North Carolina as a basketball player. We will speak with him. And again, stay tuned for more coverage of the National Hockey League, the National Basketball Association, college basketball on a lot of sports talk. And before we go, we do want to send some special congratulations to a person who had been our chief reporter on a lot of sports talk as well. Lauren Foti, uh, who was part of the Coach Speak package, as well as covering games for us uh, in college basketball, specifically with the Big East and the Ivy League. She now is flying the A-Lost Coop, and she currently uh, is getting ready to head down to North Carolina. She recently accepted a position uh, as an on-air host and personality at the ESPN Radio affiliate in Fayetteville, North Carolina, just an hour south of Raleigh, North Carolina. So we couldn't be happier uh, for Lauren, who contributed so much and did so well uh, for us. And we are really indebted to her uh, for her service to a lot of sports talk and her dedication. And uh, she now is moving on to bigger and better things. She uh, will be in North Carolina. So definitely tune in uh, on the weekends to listen to Lauren, uh, uh, the ESPN radio affiliate in Fayetteville, North Carolina. So congratulations to you, Lauren. Uh, that is episode number 33 of the A Lot of Sports Talk podcast. My name is Adeshina Korki. Thank you so very much uh, for tuning in, and we will see you next week. You take care. Bye-bye.